Hey there, you guys. This is Tara Lynn with Bridge Music Magazine. I am here with the amazing Mara Streppa, singer, songwriter, all around wonderful person. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking the time out. You have been quite busy lately, as I'm seeing on Instagram. It's been a little crazy, but it's all good things. So yeah. I'm grateful. You have your new single line dance that just came out. You want to tell us more about that? Yes. So back in May, me and my buddy, Ben Wagner, who's also an incredible songwriter. So if you're listening, go check out his music. Uh, we sat down and at my place and trying to figure out what we wanted to write. And I just started venting about a boy as I do. So apologies to everyone that I co-write with. That's about. Uh, I was venting and I said something along the lines of, you know, he's not like fully in it, but he's like, kind of in it and it's just like we're we're like walking this line of like are we together are we not and then when I said walking this line Ben looked at me and said you're doing a line dance and it just kind of um I like to use the term like fell out or like we threw up the lyrics because it just kind of happened very quickly we knew we wanted to make it kind of a honky-tonk vibe we wanted it to be fun and uplifting with that like sassy relationship tone right and so yeah we we did that and I reached out to my buddy Daniel Donato and asked him about producers in town and he told me about Thomas Doolin he crushed the production on it I cannot be happier oh Daniel. Gosh, absolutely yeah Daniel uh played guitar on it absolutely killed the solo killed the tags and everything uh we had some great musicians that played on it and it just really became everything that I wanted it to be I, I released one song when I first moved here it was like 2019 and it was a good song, but this is like, this really felt like the Nashville experience yeah. and everything that people hype it up to be. So yeah, we're, we're over, I mean, I haven't checked it today, but over 5,500 streams, which I was really proud of. That's um, crazy. We got over a thousand in the first 24 hours. We got on Radio Sobro and um, it's just been a wild ride. It's never ending, but it's, it's been really fun. So I think that's Nashville for you, but I, I love that song. I think that I'm almost positive you performed it whenever we met. So we met performing a writer's round together, which has been my favorite to date because sometimes you get to sit next to singers and they're such sweet people, but they don't know how to flow in conversation or they don't, you know, you also have to entertain, like even if it's a writer's round. And I, you know, am at that age where I just say stuff with no filter, as you saw. And it was just, you have uh, such a quick wit and just, your relational, I don't say it like intelligence, uh, you know, conversational intelligence is just like, this was so fun. And so you perform that song. And as soon as I heard you sing, Dosi, don't think I don't see you coming. I was like, this girl is going to be huge. Absolutely <laughs> huge. Because it's like the perfect combination of clever and just entertaining. And the song as a whole really has that throwback country feel to it like it really feels like Nashville there's so many songs coming out of the city right now that don't really feel like Nashville because the business is the business and it's evolving the way that it is which is good in some respects but there's something to be said about the songs that you hear that have that throwback really country heart to them that honky-tonk heart to them and that is one of them and I told you this before but for the sake of embarrassing myself on a podcast my German Shepherd um she is spoiled to death so Ever since I was little, I would pick her up and I'll hold her, you know, kind of on my hip. But now she's huge and she still thinks that, you know, that's cool. So (laughs) it was the day after it came out and I was listening to line dance. I was cooking breakfast 
and my German shepherd comes up, puts her, <laughs> puts her paws on my shoulders. So I pick her up and we're literally dancing like oh, line dance. Oh my God. I mean, it was on repeat that morning. It is so catchy. It's irritating how catchy it is. You that is so... you're like, I'm, I'm mad at this person. It's amazing. That is just, so cool to hear. Just had to tell you. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm one of the only people who has, you know, danced with my dog to that. But I promise it's a compliment. I mean, no, I, well, I hate Cowboy. My kitten and I have definitely uh, dosy do to that song a few times. So Your kitten's name is Cowboy. My kitten's name is Cowboy. That's the most country music thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I love it. Well, when I first got him he was sniffing my boots and I was like oh I'm gonna name you boots but then I thought about Shrek and I like right. don't really want my cat to be associated with Shrek <laughs> and I was like what's no offense to Shrek but right, I was right. like what's a good name and I was like cowboy because I kept saying like come here cowboy come here cowboy like as I call people cowboy all the time uh. so I was like that's gonna be his name so I have I know this is a podcast so you can't see things but I'll show you I have cowboy stickers and I put it on my guitar Oh my gosh. We no, will take it. We will take job. a screen grab of that. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's just, it's like the best. That is the so, coolest thing. I have like do don't shirts and cowboy stickers. And I saw that. Shirts. I saw that. I'm going to be grabbing up one of those. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'll send you some. Thank you. The perks of being friends with Mara Streppa. <laughs> So, um, you know, talking in the vein of country music and Nashville, what has your experience been like in Nashville so far? I know you're originally from Chicago, right? Mm -hmm. How long have you been in Nashville or have you been here a while? So I moved here fall of 2019 mm -hmm. and I was, I came here to go to school at Belmont and I kind of, for lack of better words, I was a college kid the first few months of living here right? right. and really just enjoyed being you know, living alone, being a college kid, that whole thing. And then the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. So I played my very first and booked my first residential gig the day before the world shut down. And so I was like, I'm finally doing it. I'm doing Nashville. I got my stuff together. And then the pandemic hit. So I was in and out of Nashville between my parents' house in North Carolina and my place here. And then once things started opening back up, I was like, okay, there's, I'm not messing around anymore. Like I moved here for a purpose and I need to do what I came here to do. So over COVID, I was writing a bunch, which I'm sure everybody was. And I basically took all these songs and started playing. I was contacting everybody who has an Instagram asking if I could play their shows. I went to rounds and introduced myself and just kind of networked as much as possible possible, which I hate that word, but like <laughs> just kind of put myself in front of the people I needed to be in front of. And then it all kind of just hit. I've been playing a lot and I am so happy about that. But my experience has definitely been that of a Nashville songwriter. And one of the things I've been trying to communicate to people that don't live here is everyone does this. <laughs> everyone is a musician of some sort. Right. It's just all about how you use it and how you spread it and how you talk with people and how you are as a human. Mm -hmm. And so as people, as people have moved here, you know, asking, what do I do? How do, who do I meet? What do I do? I'm like, just go to the rounds, go enjoy the music. And then you will be the music. That's just kind of how wow. I've pictured it and lived it out. And that's kind of my Nashville experience. I'm still a songwriting major at Belmont. I'm interning at a PR and marketing firm for artists and working as a social media manager and personal assistant. And then I'm playing shows and working on all the stuff that's coming up and still working on line dance and just 
it's a lot, but it's really fun. <laughs> Amazing. And that's, you know, that's kind of the, the picture of the Nashville artists. I know we were talking the other day about the jobs that you're do- doing, the jobs that I'm doing. And it's just so, I don't know if it's like a rite of passage, like you have to have at least three jobs on top of music. You know, that's what everybody's doing. Like you said, you know, everyone is doing this, but I love that. Enjoy the music and you'll, you'll be the music. That is, that's some wisdom right there. Thank you. Still keeping with the natural theme. Being a dreamer and coming to Nashville, there's, um, and I don't want to be negative by any means, but like, I love just being real. Life is messy, you know? This dream is messy and it's hard. And what is it like 0.0002% people make it, you know? So, and I'll, I'll touch on the positives, ask you about the positives, but what about the Nashville experience was difficult or jarring for you coming here for the first time wide-eyed? Um, I know it probably helped to go to come here for college as well, but like, was there anything about it that you were like, dang, I, it kind of, it kind of hurts a little, you know? Yeah. I think one of the first things I noticed is just the culture shock mm-hmm. um, coming from, so I moved to Nashville from North Carolina. I'm originally from Chicago, but I had gone to high school and middle school in North Carolina. And I, not to like toot my own horn, but like <laughs> toot, toot. I, I was playing a lot. Like people knew my name in Charlotte. I was playing Carolina Country Music Festival. I was opening for Jimmy Allen. Like I was doing a lot in Charlotte and I came here and just expected the ball to continue rolling right right and it's just not how it works which is I mean I don't want to say ignorant but it is an ignorant stance coming here thinking that you know you can just continue the ride but you have to start right right back at square one so that was definitely an eye-opener and then being hit with a pandemic on top of it was like (laughs) oh I'm starting at like negative squares like this is way way back and I think the other thing I noticed which is just the Broadway so I Uh. thought, and it told Broadway is so fun. I'm not disrespecting or (laughs) invalidating the performers on Broadway because it takes a really good performer to play on Broadway. Of course, of course. But I thought it was like, you made it if you play on Broadway. And then as I started playing on Broadway, I just noticed it was really draining gigs. It was drunk tourists that see you and then leave. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't songs that I wanted to sing. Love country music, but I like singing the stuff that I wrote. And I like singing stuff that has meaning to me instead of Shania Twain. So I think that was another thing. When I go home too, I'll go home and my parents' friends are like, you're a Nashville star playing on Broadway, doing all this stuff. And although it's the coolest and I'm so grateful for it and I don't want to sound ungrateful by any means, it's just different once you live here and it's a different perspective and it's a job. I mean, the people that are playing on Broadway regularly, that's their full income Mm -hmm. and it's mostly tips. So I think that was definitely an eye opener, especially all the free playing, which my motto, which my dad always told me growing up was play any gig you can get, whether it's in front of one person or 10,000 people. Yeah. And back in Charlotte, you know, I got paid for every show I did. And here it's like, you just play for tips if that. So that was all definitely eye opening. Again, not ungrateful or upset by any means, but it was definitely something to adjust to. Oh, of course. I mean, like you said, it's a job. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. And they don't realize the exhaustion, not only physically, because the hours that you have to keep as a singer, you know, songwriter, musician, whatever, are pretty late. But on top of that, the mental, like, this is tied to our hope. I was explaining to somebody the other day, um, you know, when you're a singer, songwriter, you are the instrument. 
your your heart is what you're writing from, you know, your voice, it's it's who you are. So you know, if I go to my job and you know, I mess up a spreadsheet or whatever, okay, well, I made a mistake, you know, but like if I go to my singing job and my instrument fails, like I am my instrument. Like it it is really hard to separate that and not just feel the absolute like rejection, you know, because I'm the product, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard sometimes when you have those rough days or those long nights, or, you know, I, I've been sick off and on for so long and I go to sing a note on Sunday and my voice is like, no, not happening. Yeah. It's really hard not to beat yourself up because our job is our dream, you know, and it's, we have so much hope and so much, uh, just time and money and tears invested in this. So the exhaustion of doing this, of you know, essentially playing the game. It's a business. It's just the way that it is. You know, there's a lot yeah. that goes into that. I can relate to that for sure. And of course, no disrespect to Broadway. Yeah. Um, although I'm sure you've seen the Instagram accounts, like music shitty and all that kind of stuff. Yes. <laughs> they are freaking hilarious. So it's, it's so like no disrespect to Broadway, the disrespect to Broadway, you know, right. but I know what you right. mean. Feeling grateful to be there, but realizing like, oh, this is like you said, started at zero, negative zero during the pandemic. This is kind of like the formula, you know, as odd of a word as that is to get here. And so Broadway is like, this is the, this is Broadway's piece in the puzzle. And right. there are a lot more pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, know? for sure. And to go back to what you were saying about our job is ourselves. I noticed my friends are like, come out tonight. And I'm like, oh, I have to work 12 to four. And when I say 12 to four, I mean, I have to go play to 12 to four. And they're like, what? You can sleep in, like you can go out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I am dehydrated, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I cannot do my job tomorrow. Right, and it's right. Like, and I know, like I've noticed when we play rounds, you're out on your lunch break. Right. For a 9 p.m. or dinner break, I guess, for a 9 p.m. round, we're trying to balance. Again, I feel like I'm putting us on a pedestal and I'm not trying to, but trying to balance three or four jobs all while staying healthy so that we can use our instrument is crazy. Cause I'll have days where I just have to cancel everything and sleep because I can't go to the studio and record if I don't have a voice. And it's, it's hard to balance for sure. And to find that self-care and figure out you know, how can I live with the income that I'm bringing in all while staying healthy and doing what I love to do all while going out and having fun and like being in my twenties and just doing that whole thing. So it's a lot to balance, but it's definitely, I've seen and noticed that the people who really want it, figure it out. Absolutely. And that's why I, I, I appreciate your heart and like not wanting to come across as if it's a pedestal kind of thing, but there are people who go to work nine to five and they come home and they're with their families and they do meaningful things there. And that's like, that's what they want. It just so happens that what we want takes a lot more than that, you know, mm-hmm. and it really can translate to any, uh, any profession. It's just ours is kind of, uh, it's more public, you know? And, yeah. And it never ends. Right. Ever. Cause I'll go to a bar for fun. And then my friends will be the band that's playing and they're like, Mar, come up and sing. Right. So it's like, it just, you never know. And you don't know who's there, who you're going to be talking to. So you can't yeah. be like a drunk idiot for lack right. of better words, but like you have to be on your A game all the time, especially in Nashville. Yeah. If it's not personality wise and networking and being on your game there, then it's physically like shoot, like I just ran into so-and-so I didn't have any makeup on. You are a brand and you are a product. It's hard as an artist to have to accept that level of dehumanization 
but you kind of have to, like if, if yeah. you want this, like you kind of have to accept that there are facets to this. And one of the facets is you got to look on top of your game, not just sound on top of your game. And for a country girl who's currently wearing no pants whatsoever, and that's kind of like my, <laughs> you're lucky the camera doesn't, I mean, you know, it's, it's a little bit difficult because I have this mountain person in me. I work construction all my life. So like when I go out, I'm like, I don't give a crap. I'm tired. My body hurts. But no, like if I'm going to do this thing, I have to care, you know? Yeah, it's definitely like even go to the grocery store. I'm like, okay, if I'm not on my A game, I'm putting on my hat. I'm putting on my mask to like cover most of my eyes. Right, too, right. And I'm like going incognito mode. I will say that about the pandemic. I'm not marketing this as a positive. There are no positives to a pandemic. Rona sucks. Whoever's listening, it sucks. But I'm just saying for the sake of aesthetics and effort, it does help to be able to be like, oh, I just I had my mask on, you know, like, like you said, like pull it up as, as high as you can. You know, people can't really tell. And it's, it's not a matter of like recognizing who you are. It's a matter of, I saw Maura. She looks tired, man. You know, <laughs> just put the glasses on, put the mask on. Like for all they yeah. know, you're on top of your game every day. Again, not a positive of Corona. There are no positives of of a pandemic, but I'm just throwing that out there, you know, letting it land where it does. All right. I appreciate your, your honesty in that because I know, and, and you said several times, like not to seem disrespectful, ungrateful. And I honestly, like, I I really love your heart in that. I appreciate your candor because there are so many artists, like we talked about before that come into this and they feel these things and they sometimes don't let themselves feel the negatives for the fact that like, this is our dream and we want this. And it doesn't mean we don't love it, but it's, it's impossible to think that everything's a 10 all the time, like Mm -hmm. with any job. So I just, I appreciate that. But I mean, definitely touch on some overwhelming positives that you've, you've experienced since moving to Nashville. I'd love to hear them. Yeah. Oh gosh. The one that's on my mind at the moment is Daniel Donato. For those listening, if you guys don't know who Daniel is, go check him out. He is one of the most talented musicians I've ever met in my entire life. But Daniel, actually, this is a funny story, but Daniel popped up on my TikTok (laughs) and I hadn't heard him before. And he like popped up on my For You page and I was like, oh my God, who is this kid? You know, I followed him. I was listening to his music. I was like, he is incredible. And so I followed him on TikTok and followed him on Instagram and Spotify and all that. And he ended up messaging me on Instagram. And was like, hey, Mara, like I saw your video on my TikTok. You're really talented. Keep it going. And I was like, I saw your video on my TikTok. Oh, nice. <laughs> so then we started chatting about, you know, we have very similar music interests and grew up listening to the same thing and appreciate the same music. And he just kind of showed me how to love this business all while working your ass off while doing it. Right. Um, he's extremely hardworking and so talented and so grateful for all of it and just so positive. And that's how I want to be. And then I've gone to tons of his shows and he's just electric. So that's been a big positive is just meeting him and having him as a friend. And yeah, I'm just very grateful for Daniel and especially for having him on the single. That was just killer. And he absolutely crushed it. Um, On top of that, connecting with Daniel, I went to go see him at uh, Sunny's when they do their pitch meeting. Yeah. And he was a featured artist. And he made me go up and sing line dance. And this was before it was even out. And so he made me go up and sing it. And there was a billboard writer there. And so I get a text from the people at pitch meeting saying, you're 
on Billboard. And so they send me the article and it's like Mara Strappa gets up and teaches the band her song Line Dance, blah, 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 blah. And then it goes into what pitch meeting is. But I was included in the Billboard article. And I was like, this is so cool. And all thanks to Daniel being like, right. pitch meeting, get up there and sing your song. And so that was a super, I never imagined in a million years being on billboard. So that was really, really cool. Um, and I think it just in general, playing these rounds, the reason that I really started playing at Alley Taps with Henry Gates and his writer's block and really started to get into the songwriting community was I was at my boss's bar crawl for her wedding and I was at Tootsie's and I asked the band if I could come up and sing. And they're like, yeah, sure. Cause I knew the drummer. I was like, Ethan, get me up there. Let me sing. So I went up and sang and Henry came up to me after. And I didn't know him at the time. He was like, do you live here? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, do you write music? I was like, yeah. And he was like, do you want to play around tomorrow night? I was like, sure. <laughs> so sure. that's just an example. I was out having a good time, got up and sang and booked around. And I've been playing almost every night for the past few months. So that's been a really big highlight. And I think also having people come visit from out of town, having my yeah. parents come and kind of see me in my element. The resounding response from everyone who's come to visit is you're in your element. Right. You are made to live in Nashville. You are made <laughs> to be doing this. And that's the most validating thing you can hear. And going back to those late nights and hard days and long hours and whatever it is, then you hear you're in your element. This is what you're supposed to be doing. It's just like, this is why I'm doing this. Right. It's for the connection that I feel with the audience when they're singing along. It's for the reaction to songs that I've written and words that I wanted to share with people and people telling me that it resonates with them or that they're dancing with their dog in their kitchen to it. It's just, <laughs> weirdos it's, it's um it's definitely a positive and I think even just having the opportunity to write and to write with people and to put be put in this vulnerable spot with people you may not even know that well yeah and be able to connect on that level there's no other business where you can go into a co-write and your first time meeting this person and you start crying and it's like totally normal Man. like it's just it's such a cool and unique experience and there's just been so many people who have really taken me under their wing to help me appreciate and do the best that I can in this business. I want to mention um, Shan Scott and Woods Weston. They are incredible musicians. I'm playing with Woods tonight, actually. They really, they met me once and immediately wanted to take me under their wing and show me what to do here. Because it's a big, big, big pond oh, with a ton of fish. Yeah. And... And a bunch of sharks too. And a bunch, a bunch of sharks. So it's just been, I don't know, it's been an incredible experience. And I'm really grateful for the people who have connected with me and become friends with me and worked with me and kind of showed me the way of how to do Nashville for lack of a better word, but. Right. No, I love that. And that's the beauty. And, you know, mentioning sharks, like finding people that you can actually trust in general, and then trust with your vulnerability as you're creating together. Like that really is rare. It's, it's amazing to me, the amount of predators that there are around here, but I love, I just love the picture that you just painted of, you know, meeting other artists in the vulnerability, you know, it really is the only, the only business that you can do that. in. it's like, to like mother Nashville, like just like putting her yeah. arms, like come together children. Like, you know, yeah. it really is still that beauty to it. There's a lot to the business uh, that that has, in my opinion, tainted things. But I mean, that's that's humanity. So there really is so much beauty. It sounds like a movie playing out 
which I mean, with a name like Mara Streppa, you're, I'm sorry, but you're going to make it. I don't know how to, like, literally, it's not just the talent. It's not just the personality. Like, your name is Mara Streppa. Whenever they said that, I was like, are you kidding me right now? She had to make that Really? Oh my gosh. My mom and I have been trying to figure out a different stage name, like, since I started doing music. No, absolutely not. Mara Streppa, it rolls off. Like, it just sounds like a famous person's name. I can't believe you've never heard that before. You can thank Dennis and Denise for that one. Yeah. With my parents. I think I met uh, met your dad. At that you time. met my dad. So Such the night nice that we guy. played was the night that Heckler was there, right? Yeah. Oh, the guy that I, yeah. Because I was told after the show, Jenna was like, okay, well, you didn't need to call that guy from stage. And I was like, right. I'll remember that next time. I definitely won't say anything. You know, I'll, I'll be chill. No, I won't. Um, I really won't. No, you should call him out. And if he wants to go, there's 10,000 bars in Nashville. Right. If he wanted to go flirt with this girl, he could have done it at a bar where people weren't pouring their hearts out on stage. Right. And if he needed advice, like there, he could have just like asked someone because he was bombing. I can tell you that right now. Like absolutely bombing. My peripherals, I'm watching this and I'm like, that's your game. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Listen to the words of some of these songs. Repeat those. <laughs> See what happens for you. Oh, goodness. But shout out to Alley Caps, though. Like, I, and I love that on your website, your, um, the photo of you on stage at Alley Taps. I just, I really love how so many artists kind of have like a home base there. Absolutely. Yeah. And Henry Gates. Oh, absolutely amazing. Doll. All right. So I know you got a meeting, but I want to touch on uh, before you go what you got going on you're going to be going on tour like tell me tell me what's coming up for more Strava. yeah so you may remember the song that I played at that round it's called singer in the song and so I'm releasing an EP by that name this spring shooting for May that's the goal um, I'm recording it this winter and we're, we're going to re- record a little documentary with it kind of showing everything that we just talked about nice. um, showing what it's like to be a songwriter in Nashville the good the bad showing singers in their songs and so we're going to do a whole process on the recording behind it and then writers rounds around town and interviewing small businesses that help musicians and then once that album is released I'm doing a southeast and a midwest tour so I'm gonna hit Georgia South Carolina North Carolina Pennsylvania Illinois Indiana Kentucky and Ohio hold on I'm writing this down so I can follow you Georgia. Georgia. I'm going to go to Atlanta and Athens, but then South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, obviously, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, and Illinois. This is big. Yeah. I was up at six six o'clock this morning, sending out all my emails to the different venues and stuff, but that is amazing. Thank you. I can't wait. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited to get out there. I'm excited to see family that you know, I haven't seen him forever because of COVID and stuff yeah. in their cities and get to play music. So it's just fun. It's really fun. I love this. I love <laughs> doing this. And it's like, I never want to do anything else. It's a really special gift that we have. And I think that it's our duty to share it with people. So why not go state to state and do exactly that? Very true. And we are glad that you do, because honestly, like you are one of those people that I met in Nashville that I can't, I couldn't forget. And that's why I wanted to reach out. I'm like, I know she's busy and got a lot going on, but I'm really hoping that she'll want to do this with me. 
Um, and I appreciate that you have. I just, uh, you're, you're definitely unforgettable. Very, oh very warm, very entertaining. You, you still, and I don't think that based on, and I know I don't know you very well, but based on what I've seen, like, I think that that positivity and what a good vibe, good energy that you have, like, I don't, I can't ever see that going away, you know, no matter how big that you get. And so I'm looking forward personally to seeing you just absolutely take off and we're, we're rooting for you the whole time. Thank you so much for your time. So uh, guys, go stream Line Dance, download it, request it on your local radios. Keep an eye on Mara Strepa for a tour and um, everything else that she's going to be doing, which I imagine is going to be absolutely insane. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for creating such an awesome platform for artists and musicians alike. We Shucks. really appreciate you. <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you soon. Yes, ma'am.